0: Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: And welcome to Bob Bernie Live on this Wednesday afternoon, the day before Thanksgiving 2023. My telephone number is 877 Bob Live, 877 262 54. 83 We're keeping an eye on the uh, car explosion in uh, the Niagara Falls area of New York, uh, close to the Canadian border. Uh, we, we really don't know anything more than we did a few minutes ago, except that most news organizations are now, and I quote, walking back the assumption that it is a terrorist attack. It could be. But all of the major news, it's terrorist attack, terrorist attack. And there were people quoting people from the FBI. It is a terrorist attack. We don't know whether the FBI ever said that or not. But anyway, they are now walking it back. So we will see. Uh, can't jump to any conclusions. Uh, we'll know more in the next day or so, probably more, uh, by tonight. All right. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Can I spend just a little bit of time challenging all of us to give thanks? Um, some of you are going to live the idyllic, idyllic, pardon me, the idyllic Thanksgiving dinner you're going to have your children, your grandchildren. everybody's going to be gathered around a huge table with the big turkey right in the middle and all the dressings and uh, you're going to um, uh, you're going to play games together, and it's just going, it's going to be uh, a magazine cover Thanksgiving. If so, praise God for that. Seriously, praise God. Because probably more people, and I don't have this scientifically, but more people will not have the idyllic Thanksgiving gathering with all the family. So many families are suffering. So many families are dysfunctional. And just because you're a Christian and you love Jesus with all your heart does not mean that your family is without problems and without trouble. Um, I, I, I am still completely in denial, but just a few days ago I turned 75. Complete denial. Um. I probably look 75, but I don't think I feel 75. I don't want to be 75. Uh, and I guess someday I will accept my age, but not I'm not ready yet. I'm just not. With that said, I've been around for a long time. I have never seen a time when so many families were hurting. Never. I've never seen so many families. I could start just, and I won't do it, but I could start naming off pastor friends who have the prodigal son, the prodigal daughter. Um, Joy and I, not long ago, were with a wonderful pastor and his wife, absolutely wonderful pastor, godly couple, great church and yet their family is a mess. They and no, I'm not gonna go into the details because I might somehow identify them and, and I don't want to do that. But it's a mess. And the family it, uh, they're dealing with this heartache and this heartache with a with a child, with a grandchild, with a great grandchild. Uh you know, Joy and I are in a a different church almost every weekend, and I, I cannot, I cannot begin to tell you about the stories that Joy and I hear about families that are hurting, and so again. If if your family is completely intact, everything is wonderful. You got the kids, and they're all behaving well, and got good jobs, and you got the grandkids. Praise God for that. But I would imagine that many, possibly most of you, are not going to have that kind of day tomorrow. Joy and I are not. Some of you know some of the heartache that. Our family has endured in the last few years and the terrible heartache that we're experiencing now, currently, today. And I'm not trying to get sympathy. I'm just saying, here is what the Word of God says. Well, number one, before we get to Scripture, which is most important, don't judge your Thanksgiving by looking at other people and other families. Don't do that. If if you have a tendency to do that, don't look at Facebook. No, I'm being serious. If you have a tendency to to determine your happiness, your joy, your peace by comparing yourself to other people, don't go on facebook for the next week because you're going to see the ideal family and they're going to put pictures on facebook and praise god for them but if you're going to be jealous if you're going to look at them and say why me why why don't we have this i'm trying to serve god i'm trying to honor god how come they get to it and why don't if 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 you have a tendency towards that Just cut yourself off from any social media, and I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm saying it in a compassionate way. For your own good, for your own sake, don't do it if you have a tendency to do that. If you can, when you are going through a real trial, if you can look at others who are going through a time of great blessing and rejoice with them, that's fine. Go ahead. And just make sure you rejoice with them rather than why me, why us, because that's our human tendency, folks, and we're all human. But then secondly, and far more importantly, let the Word of God be your guide for your thanksgiving. And I've got to take a break, but I want to share some important, powerful portions of Scripture with you that hopefully will help you this Thanksgiving, just not tomorrow, but Thanksgiving in general. So don't go away. Stick with me. If you want to talk, 877-BOB-LINE will return.
0: Today's news, God's Word and Your Thoughts. This is Bob Birney Live.
1: All right, folks, you know this. But sometimes it is so hard to practice what we know. Listen, on one hand, we are all faced with circumstances. Sometimes the circumstances are just great. They're wonderful. They're just fantastic. And we're going, Praise God. God is so good. And we're shouting, God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. And then there are other times that the circumstances look so bad, so dim, so dark, so hurtful. And it's really hard to say, God is good all the time, all the time, God is good. But here's the thing. On one hand, we have circumstances, and they change constantly, and they can change dramatically. The circumstances can be incredibly good, and one phone call, one phone call can change everything dramatically 30 seconds, and everything is changed. We have circumstances on one hand, and then on the other hand, we have the Word of God. The promises of the Word of God, the truth of the Word of God. And throughout our entire life, we are faced with choices, and it is a choice. What are you going to choose? to be controlled by your circumstances or to be controlled by the truth of the Word of God. And it's hard. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Can I challenge every one of us with a truth from the Word of God? First Thessalonians 5.18. In everything, give thanks for this Is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you? Not in spite of everything. No, 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 no. Not, well, it could be worse. No, 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 no. In everything, in the midst, right smack dab in the middle of everything, give thanks. Well, what if I don't feel thankful? 1 Thessalonians 5.18 is not talking about an emotion. It is not commanding you to feel something. It is a command to obey and to give thanks. Well, if I don't feel thankful, I would be a hypocrite. No, you would be obedient to God. In everything, give Thanks. Again, not in spite of or because it could be worse or other people have it worse. In everything, give thanks. I uh, I love character studies and Scripture always have. I love the life of David because he is so prone to failure. Man, I can identify with David. Oh, my goodness. I'm up. Uh, In the middle of 2 Samuel, in my personal Bible reading in the morning, and in reading, I read about six chapters this morning in 2 Samuel. Davids, you talk about a dysfunctional family? I mean, you talk about a dysfunctional family. The kids are fighting with each other. At times, they hate each other. David's favorite son, Absalom, that he loved dearly, tried to kill David, tried to steal the kingdom from him, tried to take the crown from him, raised up a rebellious army against his own dad, and tried to kill him. There was a time after one of the rebellions of Absalom that one of david's generals comes to david and says you know it's not really nice, right that your your son and you aren't talking tell him to come back to jerusalem david says i don't want to bring him back to jerusalem i don't want to and his general says but 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 king it's not a it's not a good example to to the kingdom all right tell him he can come back but i don't want to see him and for two years, his <clears throat> favorite son comes back to Jerusalem, and they don't see each other. They don't talk to each other. And then, again, it was someone else that said, you know, this isn't right. You, ne- you guys need to get together. And you know, Okay, we will. And there was kind of a, a brief armistice. And and then later, a- a- Absalom raises up this rebellion. David has to flee Jerusalem for his life because his own son is trying to overthrow him and kill him. And David has to raise up an army to try to defeat the army of his son, and his son has raised up an army to defeat his dad and to kill his dad. Man, you talk about a dysfunctional family And then Absalom dies. And David weeps and mourns over the death of his son that tried to kill him. Uh, But here's, here's where I wanted to bring you. Have you read the Psalms? I really believe that David suffered severely from depression at times. You read some of the Psalms, and they are dark. They are dark. And then you look at David's life and his family and the dysfunction and the heartache and the sorrow and a baby dies because of his own sin and he has this guy murdered and, oh, my goodness. And yet when you read the Psalms, if you haven't noticed... The last five psalms, 146, 147, 148, 149, 150. The last five psalms are like the crescendo of a mighty symphony written by David. And they are five psalms of incredible praise. If you're in the pits... You read those last five psalms out loud. Read them out loud. This is a man who suffered with depression, who suffered with a dysfunctional family. You read those last five psalms, and every one of them begins and ends with hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's what it means. Praise Yahweh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every one of those psalms, all five of them, begin and end with hallelujah. First Thessalonians 5.18 had not been written yet, but David understood the truth. Psalm 22 says that God inhabits our praise. He inhabits, he lives in our praise. Tomorrow and every day, make sure you give God a place to live. If he lives, if he abides, if he inhabits our praise, make sure you give him a place to live. Fill your home with praise. Fill your home with thanksgiving. Regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what's going on physically, financially, emotionally, with your family, give God thanks